This is a production of the Morally Intellectually Ingenuous, Sometimes Disingenuous Podcast. Man, what what the f*** you doing? Oh, my bad, dog. I thought I was holding it down this week. Nah, 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 nah. You going to do the interview. I'm going to do the hosting thing. You stick to your job. I stick to mine. <laughs> okay, you got it. You got it. <laughs> All right, y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Morally and Intellectually Ingenuous, Sometimes Disingenuous Podcast, where we talk about morally and intellectually ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous things. Last episode, I had my homie, Will, on for the second time, but his wife joined him. The wife joined him. His wife joined him. The lovely, beautiful jazz. They just got married, and they were part two of a five-part series that I'm doing, the Married Millennial Series, I guess you want to call it. I don't have no official name, whatever. Um, all the guys that I had on, you know, they're going to be joining with their wives, whatever, whatever. Today, but we're going to take a little break from the uh, from the Married Millennial Series, and uh, we're going to take it back to the one-on-one conversations. Uh, this dude, I promise you, I'm not married to. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> you <gotta> my, chill. <laughs> <laughs> my man Remy, dog. If uh, if nobody loves you, Remy loves you. <laughs> We're gonna talk about where that came from in a minute. Uh, sure. Nah, so I'm taking a little break from uh, the the uh, Mary Millennial series. Um, so I ha- hit my boy up, uh, Remy, that I've known for. God, um, since what, the shore, for sure. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, but what's what's that? About twelve years? Yeah, you know, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Um, nah, Remy. Uh, I've known him since uh, the shore. Which this weekend, where the date that we're recording this, this weekend is actually our homecoming. So, um, I'm gonna show face to that. I don't think Remy can because he's literally on the other side of the country. Um. No, I, I love. I, w- I would be there if I could, but um, I actually be flying to a conference on Saturday morning. Yeah, black folks in tech. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds dope. Sounds dope. Sounds dope. Nah, man. So I know Remy for some time, man, and uh, you know, I asked him last minute, literally, what yesterday was it? Yesterday or two days ago? I, yeah, I, I, I think that was in the airport when you texted me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was uh, he was on vacation or whatever in some uh, in some Caribbean island. You know what I mean? And I hit him. Well, we had that. a time last night. Oh, <laughs> it was well, a good time. Hey, good time this, celebrating my brother's wedding. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. that's what you were down there for. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I know the bride, but I t- particularly I particularly don't know the uh, the groom. Seems like yeah. a young, a nice stand up young man. Yeah, uh, Joe alumni a- as well. Oh, Joe, right, right, yeah, right, Joe right. alumni as well. Yeah, beautiful um, couple. That's family. Yeah. Wedding was dope. Wedding was amazing. Wedding word, was word, amazing. Word, yeah, word, good word. time. That's what's up. Next time you go to a wedding down there, you gotta pack me in your suitcase so I can go. You know, I'll never get out much, but uh. I don't think we're going to do that, bro. I love you, though. <laughs> I love you, though. Yeah, all right. That's cool. That's cool. Um, nah, so I asked Remy to be on, man, because I've known him for some time. And uh, we actually used to hang out a little bit before he moved um, when he was on the East Coast. But when he moved to the West Coast, before that, we used to uh, hang out a little bit. 
um, you know, and uh, he I felt like he got a dope story. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna let him I'm gonna let him tell that. But uh, one of my favorite memories of Remy is, and I think where a lot of people can agree, is that uh, he was Mr. U-M-E-S. <laughs> I yeah. still remember your, um, what is that called? Not the pageant, but like the... Uh, that's what it's called. It is? Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the, whatever it is that you do, like, to get, you show people why you should be Mr. U-M-E-S. I still remember that. You know what For I mean? Sure. And, that was uh that was dope, man. You know the all white tux you had and stuff oh, like appreciate that. that. Yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah. I got I got memories. You know. Yeah, I see, <laughs> I see. But nah, man. So uh, you know, um, asked you to be on first and foremost. I'm uh, grateful for you to uh, be on here. Bless me with your presence and um, you know, another young uh, stand up black man. I think you know. And um, if you weren't, I wouldn't have asked you on here. I, <laughs> I, I know a lot of men's and don't we all, bro? Don't yeah, we all. and a lot of them won't be on here. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, but uh, I felt like you know you'd be uh, dope to have a conversation with, man. So how's uh, how's Seattle? <laughs> Appreciate you having me, brother. You know, yeah, uh, definitely. I was honored when you asked me, you know, so this is actually yeah. the first time I'm I'm doing something like this. Um, oh, it is. You know, well, outside of work, you know. But oh, OK. Well, yeah. yeah on, All right. <laughs> on, on a personal level. Absolutely. This is the first time. And, no, nope, you know, nope. I'm honored, honored that it that it's with you, brother. You know, what I mean, appreciate we go that, back, man. We go back quite a while. So had yeah. some had some good talks, you know, back in the day. So definitely yeah. consider you a close friend and brother, you know, so I was happy to be on. Appreciate uh, that, man. In terms of life in Seattle, life is good. Um, I moved here in September of last year, so going on year two out here now. Um, life is good, man. I, I can't complain. Um, yeah, I never, never envisioned myself here, um, but you know, just I'm just walking the path. You know, that's, that's been that's been set for me. Um, yeah. making the most of it. You know, it's a beautiful state. It didn't take me long to realize why why they call it the evergreen state, right? Like there's this beautiful nature. So I've been tapping in with that a little bit more out here. Um, <laughs> you know, soaking in all that the city has to offer. You can't Work. do that in PG County, huh? Well, you can, you know, I used to, I used to run in full Washington park. Oh, know, okay. Run, right. run around Watkins <laughs> park, you know, you got the Shenandoah, you got great falls, you got some good. Yeah. 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 Here yeah. it's to another level, you know, it's to another level for sure. Um, it's definitely an outdoorsy state. So that's forcing me to kind of expand, you know, and add a little culture, right. Add a little seasoning to who I am and, you know, yeah, things that I'm able yeah. to do. so looking to get in the skin and snowboarding this winter. Um, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I pray for a brother out there in them hills. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say the black people even go snowboarding. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, I don't uh, know. No, but looking forward to that, you know, working out here, work is going well. I'm very blessed in that regard. Um, you know, for your audience, I work in tech, um, but I don't have a tech role. Right. So uh, what I do is video production. Um, so manage scripts, film, um, and even down to editing, you know, talent coaching. Yeah. Word. Loving that. You know, I feel like that's being behind the cameras is, is a passion of mine. And it's kind of, I didn't realize it until I was grown that that's kind of what I was born to do. I was kind of running around, you know, in, in the back of Bible class with my mom running with the camera. Right. You know, I, <laughs> I didn't know, you know, then that, you know, this was, this was a kid 
you know, kind of finding something that he loved. That's dope. Because I remember uh, a few years ago, um, you probably don't remember this, um, or maybe you do. Um, you would hit me up about like voice acting or whatever. And I didn't say this to you then. Um, but at that time, you know, I was going through a deep, dark time myself, you know, because um, I don't remember what year that was. I think that was like 2000. I feel I want to say 17, 17 or something yeah. like that. Really, really dark time. You know, y'all don't need to. I mean, not that y'all don't need to hear my story. Y'all already know if y'all listen to episode one, that's that's, that's my shit, <laughs> you know, so sure. I kind of talk about like what that is. But. You know, so I remember when you hit me up about that, man. And I remember, uh, you know, there's not a lot of, I don't know, you're maybe one of two dudes other than me that I know that have like a voice that you do have. And um, that's how I know I know you and AV because you coughed and muted yourself. Don't nobody do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you picked that up, brother. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I know Remy is in the audio visual thing because like. He called, puts the joint on mute. Can't, like can't ma- can't mess up the take, man. Can't yeah, because <laughs> I mean, no disrespect to anybody else has been on here, but I've been talking to people all year. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I gotta edit that, like you know. So uh, the this- first thing I said to you, brother, I said we gotta keep the audio clean. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Nobody's ever done that before. That's funny. Um. But anyway, nah, man, I remember you hit me up about that. And like, you know, I think right around that time, we were both trying to find our ways. You know what I'm saying? Like we were both trying to like, because we're in two different places, you and I. You know what I mean? You out there in Seattle living it up. I'm li- I'm got my dream job. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, definitely seeing you come from that that realm. You know, when you hit me up around that time. And I remember another time we went out a little while after that when we went to, um, what was that? We went to the harbor, I think. Uh, You know, and we were kind of like just rapping about. And I was in a really toxic relationship at that time. And you, my man, don't get me wrong. I I went out with you because you, my man, also went out to escape that for the evening. So, But but you know what? That's what a friend is, right? Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you just need to be a place of refuge, right? And sometimes you just need to take, you know, take your homie out or, you know, ladies take your home girl out. Yeah. And just kind of shut up and listen, you know, yeah. and offer advi- advice or feedback when you ask for what you know. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm happy, yeah. you know, happy to be there for you, brother. Cause you, yeah. You know, appreciate that, man. Well, I'm just, I'm just glad we was there for each other, man. Cause I remember you telling me you was going through, you know, not a good. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, definitely wouldn't classify it as toxic yeah. are we talking we talking 2017 or we talking Man, we talking whatever we are we okay. talking whatever remy want to talk about okay okay without blowing up the spot <laughs> <laughs> this man this man is wild this man is wild no 2017 was it was an interesting time because if i remember that was that was towards the end of, of 2017 when, when, yep. we had, when we had sort of connected and um Mm-hmm. yeah man i mean i was i was in a dark time man because uh you know a job can can take a lot of wind out of you you know mm-hmm. and it's it's you know it was some mornings you just kind of wake up you look at the ceiling and you're miserable right as soon as soon as you wake up right and and when that sets the tone for your day perpetually it can take a toll on a man or a woman right that can from that 
I don't want to I don't want to say I, I was I was in a position to where I wanted to give up. Right. But that's kind of why I, I reached out to you about the voiceovers. It's like I got to, I have to find something different because this path that I'm on just isn't sustainable. Right. Right. I'm right. getting you know, I'm getting to a point now where. You know, you, you nobody wants to wake up mad, right? Nobody wants to wake up stressed and upset and sad, right? And if this is every day, then it's, it's a point for me to move, right? You know, you can't. I, and, and this is applicable to more than to just jobs, right? This is relationships, um, anything. Right. You, you right. can't you, you can't just sit in negativity, right? Because it'll it'll take a hold on you, kind of like a Venom in Spider-Man, right? And it's like before you know it, you're covered in this. And you're gonna have quite a time getting it off, right? So mm-hmm. that's when I initially reached out to you um, in regards to the voiceover, just because the job that I had, while I enjoyed, you know, a lot of the work that we were able to do there, um, I just wasn't happy, um, and that began to bleed over into my personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then before you know it, you kind of find yourself in a in a state of total depression, right? Where you're you're so drained from work that you just go home and you kind of just lay down. You don't even really want to watch TV. Your appetite might not be there. So, you know, I mean, I, and I've been through that. Right. But I tried to, I tried to maintain my gratitude at the time. And well, I was not always the best at that. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to admit that there were several why me, you know, kind of thoughts and what did I do to deserve this, you know, but, um, and this was also the first job in my field. Right. So, you, you you kind of when you lose that gratitude for doing what you love to do and you just and, and and losing that passion for what you love to do is one of the most painful things that someone can go through right like imagine if you didn't have a passion for the you know for radio anymore or voiceovers anymore right you, you, you kind of feel lost without that passion right so i began to feel yeah. lost completely yeah um so yeah, um, but you know, thankfully I have friends like you, you know, to kind of talk me through, help me through, give me other avenues to use my talent, to use my passion. Um, and look, you know, for, for fast forward five years later, um, you know, I love my job. I, I love what I'm what I'm able to do, um, and and all of that, you know, is, is tough and trying as that period was. It was good for me. You know, I learned a lot about not only the, the craft, you know, video production, but I learned a, a, quite a bit about, you know, working a big boy job. Right. Corporate America and, and, right. and how you have to maneuver that. Right. Man, you um, man, that was that was a word in itself. You say you lose yourself, you know, if you ain't got your passion. And uh, yeah, that's very, <laughs> that's very true, though. That's very, very true. Um, and I never really looked at it like that until you said something like, you know, because <clears throat> with uh, me wanting to be in radio, like I had been wanting to do that for years, ever since I was in high school, voiceovers, whatever. But like you said, like you got a toxic job, you know what I mean? And um, I look back, I was just talking to my mom the other day about like, I don't know how, you know, um, well, that's when I was carrying a gun uh, for a living, and I did that for almost seven years. And yeah. like, I just don't know how I did it <laughs> because every night I woke up because I worked at night, you know, and every night I woke up just with a pit in my stomach and all this other stuff. And like, damn, what's going to happen? And not what's going to happen because you on the street because you in law enforcement because you in front of elements like, nah, that comes a part of the job. When I talk about what's going to happen, like, damn, such and such supervisor going to be there. It's captain such and such going to be there. It's lieutenant such and such going to be there. Like, yeah. that's the stuff you, you worry about, you know? Yeah. And 
like you said, like it, it bleeds into other aspects of your life, your romantic life, your personal life, your relationship with your family, all this Absolutely. Sort of stuff, you know, and I just kind of lost the passion, you know, for radio at the time. I just, and like you said, man, like you, I'm, I'm really just regurgitating what you said, but you know, the whole why me thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, damn, like, why is this? Why is that? You know, and me and you are both, of spiritual like mind. You know Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. So, um, you know, and that, and that's hard in itself. Like, you know what I mean? To, it's one thing to hold on to faith, but it's another thing to hold on to hope. Cause if you ain't got hope, <laughs> you ain't yeah. got faith. You Absolutely. Know? Um, so yeah, man, you know what I mean? And like you, you know, with my job at the time being so toxic, like it bled into like my romantic life. And like, it just at that time, you know what I mean? Now, I couldn't have asked for a better setup, but, um, you know, uh, so I feel that. Yeah. Well, you know what they say, man, they say people don't quit jobs. They quit managers. Right. So, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know, but like I said, I feel like that situation benefited me because when I'm put in a position to manage, I'll have that wisdom, right. To apply to how I do my job and how I treat people. And how I go right. about my business. Um, so you know, it's easy, I, and it's easy to say that when you're on the other side of the mountain, right? But when you're going through it, you don't, you don't, you don't feel that. But no. looking mm-hmm. back at it, man, you know, I, I just turned thirty this past year. You know, God willing, I'll be thirty-one in February. So mm-hmm. everything that I went through has has benefited benefited me, right? And every time I fell off, it, you know, it was like God pushed me off the mountain. But I didn't know there was a trampoline at the bottom and he was going to bounce me, you yeah, know, to a I place like higher than it was yeah. where, you know, where I started from. So I every, like time I, every time I, you know, I fell back, I, I got back into a better position than I was. Yeah. Your, uh, I, your failures make you who you are, not your successes. Absolutely. You know, um, Absolutely. And I, I don't think there's enough talk about that. You know what I mean? I, I get on Instagram, I get on social media and, you know, everybody is showing the positive side, including, you know, I've been guilty of it. You know, I can, I, I, you I know think I mean? we all are. I think we all are. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, I can remember times where like, yeah, I'm not posting, you know, me crying at three in the morning, talking about some like, man, what, what did I do to deserve this? I'm not yeah. posting like the black eye I got that my ex gave to me. Like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know no, what I'm that's saying? Business, I, brother. Yeah, man, I'm not posting, you know, anything, looking at my shotgun in the corner of the room and thinking about just ending it all. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody posting that, you know? So, you know, our generation is a little different because, you know, we see, you know, we we see the successes of other people. Well, what we think are successes, you know, Um, and I I don't know if if in the last episodes I've kind of talked about this. but, you know, it's a theory that I have, right? Okay. And it's some people may find it offensive, but oh. it's called the Disingenuous Podcast for a reason. Or sometimes Disingenuous <laughs> Podcast for a reason. If the shoe fits, uh, I think that's how it goes. I don't know. <laughs> um, I feel like people do certain things these days on social media, you know, like traveling or like buying things and showing people what they bought simply to show off, not because they actually enjoy doing it, but because, 
something in them is minuscule and small and insecure that they have to do these things to show because I, and don't take no offense to this because I know you just got off vacation and all this. But look, but to your, but to your point, if I can interject real quick. Oh yeah, please go ahead. Go ahead. I posted all the pictures today when I was back home. Right. So I'm down there. I'm down there (laughs) taking pictures. I took pictures and videos the entire time I was there. Right. I was so in the moment, so surrounded by love, you know, with family and friends celebrating my brother and my sister's, um, you know, wedding that, I wasn't thinking about Instagram or, or Twitter or whatever, right? Like, or Facebook. I wasn't, I wasn't on that. I was just enjoying the moment and capturing the moments. Now, when I got back, I was able to reflect a little bit and it's like, okay, I, I want to post these, but you know, to oh, your point, we got to live in the moment. You just, I, hell, I ain't no theory no more. Remy made it a fact, <laughs> <laughs> but it's nothing wrong with that, right? Like, it's nothing wrong with that, and only, only you know your spirit and your heart and your intentions, right? But, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I don't know. Like, I just me being one of them, you being one of them, like, knows what it's like to struggle. Know what it knows what it's like to be like again. Why me? And you know, when I see these people, you know, on social media, on TV, you know what I mean, like just showing off and you know what our generation calls flexing and all this other stuff my question is like how many people have you actually helped you know what i'm saying that's 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 a a fair question like how many people i was just listening to a sermon to uh this morning um it's a it's a dude out of atlanta uh named uh dr bishop dale browner um whatever phenomenal uh um pastor or whatever and then the, the service was called planted uh planted trees And he was talking about how, like, you know, if God gives you a a seed, right, and and you plant it, well, it's supposed to spread out to other people, right? You know, so take this podcast, for example, you know, people ask like, oh, man, how much you get paid doing this? Oh, man, they ask about all this stuff, but never ask my inspiration in starting it or whatever and my inspiration is starting it is knowing that i'm not the only one out here that knows what it's like to hit rock bottom multiple times you know and come out of it and so hey why not have other people share their stories of hitting rock bottom everybody's story 26 episodes later has been different and each anybody that's listening can listen to one of those stories because i'm a storyteller that's what i love doing i love telling stories same anybody yeah, Matt. Well, that's you know. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like both our professions are it's storytelling. It's storytelling. It's storytelling. That's exactly. that's really what it is. You know, absolutely. And, and these stories help other people. I've gotten DMs. I've gotten emails. I've gotten phone calls, messages of people going, "Man, episode three made me feel this way," and I'm so glad because I was going through that same thing. Episode this. Ba 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 ba. Whatever. I had another girl I knew um, who listened to uh, Ty's episode talking about endometriosis. She hit me up and was basically saying, "Oh man, I thought I couldn't talk about it. I'm glad another woman came forward." So, like, it's putting it's going. It's taking what you've gone through in the world and putting it back out there to help other people. So, when I see these people doing this type of stuff, you know what I mean. I saw somebody the other day. They uh went to St. Uh, uh, St. Lauren or whatever that shit is called. Um, some St. Laurent or whatever. St. Lucia? Saint, nah, it was like a clothing brand. Like oh. It was like one of designer brands or something like that. Oh, um, uh, YSL? 
Yeah, I guess. He said, uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. You know, and you know what I'm saying? Don't now don't confuse this with work hard, play hard. Okay. That's that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that, you know, it, we don't, you know, you shouldn't go out there and deserve your stuff. Like you know, I was helping my mom buy something for the other uh this morning or whatever, because she didn't really know how to do it on the iPad. And you know, she was like, But it's two hundred dollars. I said, Man, treat yourself. You know what I mean? Treat yourself, you know. So don't confuse that with what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that I see people like I saw this person buy something and then like they're that they took a video of them swiping their card, right? Okay, wow, that's yeah, you see what I'm saying? That's swiping awesome. swiping the card, right? It was a whole what do you call it, a real one of them reels that yeah, they're yeah, doing yeah. on the Instagram yep. and did a whole video and they opened up the box and it was like some shoes or something. And I just, look, Hey, I made a real one time, <laughs> like, I don't know, like maybe two years ago yeah, when my weight too. loss or whatever, that shit took forever. So I was like, this person mm-hmm. did all this stuff. And like, would you have done that if you went to Walmart? You know what I'm saying? Like, would you have done that <laughs> if you went to, yeah. <laughs> would you have done that if you bought some shoes out of a uh, finish line? You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, right. it's like, which, like, I feel like some people do things strictly to, to, to show off to others. But my question is why? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, I mean, what is it? I think that depends on the person. I mean, I think there's several underlying issues, right? Like, yeah. um, maybe you come from nothing, right? And now you right. want to show everyone, hey, I got it now. Right. Hmm. Maybe, you know, depending on the post. Right. I mean, but maybe you're just seeking attention. Right. Maybe you want, you know, want some engagement. You know, I think it depends. I'm, I'm by no means a therapist or, or psychologist. Me neither. Me neither. Uh, That's why I said it's a question. <laughs> but I mean, I guess maybe I've been guilty of flexing on social media, too. Um, oh, we all have. We but, all have. But but we're older now. To, absolutely. And I try to be mindful, um, you know, and. You know, you alluded to it earlier, right? But, you know, we're two spiritual brothers. I try to be mindful of the evil eye. Right. You know, every, everybody doesn't need to see anything because your blessings, as quick as you got them, they can get right. taken away. And everyone that you're showing off to, mm-hmm. they're not happy for you. In fact, yeah. I'd almost venture to say that most people aren't happy for you. Exactly. Not, to say that, not, not to say that most people are hating, but they most aren't happy for care. you. Yeah, exactly. They don't, <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't care. And yeah. nah, we we we've all been guilty of it, man. Because I remember, um, I think this was right around the time where no, this is like 2018, and I remember, um, I got locked in with this one agent, um, out in California or whatever, doing voiceovers or whatever, and they uh, or agency, I should say. And you know, I had a couple commercials I did for them. You know what I'm saying for Hennessy, Rolex, all this other stuff, and some of them were on TV. And instead of just enjoying it being on TV and sharing it with my family and friends, I'm taking a video of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm posting. I remember it seeing those posts. I was yeah. like, yes. And do you remember the stupid caps? I need to delete them. Remember the stupid captions that went with it? Oh, y'all slept on me. Oh, look at me now. This, that, and the th- dog. I'm like you, what you said early in the episode. I'm doing things I never would imagine. Next week, I am one of the shows I produce for my job. We're doing a show. We're doing an episode with Wes Moore, who just okay. won, yep. uh, you know, the first being the first black um, 
uh, uh, governor or whatever in Maryland. And I'm just excited to meet the dude. I'm not over here. Oh, guess what? I'm about to get, get, get. Like, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> just like you said, don't, don't nobody care. Now, granted, we were younger back then. 2017, we were like, what, 25, 26? Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, everything could be taken away. Yeah, and I, I've had it. I've yeah. know, kind of alluding, alluding to, you know, what you were saying earlier. I've hit rock bottom, you know. Right. Twice, right. once right. was self-inflicted, and the other one, just life happens. Um, yeah. yeah, so I know that feeling, but I also know what it's like to cross that mountain or to have God walk with you across that mountain. I'll say because I didn't get through it alone. Yeah, 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 definitely, man. Um, you know, so and I guess like my thing is I'm all about service. You know, what I'm saying I'm all about you know what is your mark going to be when you leave here. You know, and I know I've talked about this before and people who are regular listeners on this zone probably like, yeah, we heard that already. But for the ones who are not, (laughs) um, you know, my other my part time job, I'm a historian at Arlington Cemetery. So all day I just tell stories of these people. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And like in the stories, I I talk about, you know, the heroic things they did, you know, before they passed away or some some of the heroic things they did that got them killed, you know. Because if you buried in Arlington, you somebody like, you know, what I mean, not just right. anybody can get buried there, right. you know, and not one, not one story. Is it about, you know, oh, this person over here had all the women, this person over here had all the money, this person over here. Nah, this person over here jumped on a grenade and saved 15 people. <laughs> like yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's about leaving your mark. You know what I mean? And I'm all about service. And I come from a family that's like just, you know, that's what they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. You help other people. If you can help people, that's what you do. So, but you know what, brother? Mm-hmm. Helping people, and I, I, I hope people understand my my intent when I say this. Right, helping yeah. people is one of the most selfish things you can do because of the feeling that it gives you. Mm. You ever give I don't know five dollars to to a homeless person? And they say, oh, thank you so much. You know, and you kind of see their gratitude and appreciation. Then you just, you don't even need to listen to the music because you're riding high just on on on, on that, good, that good charity that, that you just did, right? Right. Donating to charity. Or yeah. you don't even need to have money, you know, helping a friend move, right? Like it's it's the unselfish things that keep the world going, right? And sometimes I, you know, I'll be honest, you know, you look at humanity and you'd be like, man, it's just, it's crazy out here. Everyone's out for themselves. It's a rat race. No one, it's like we all are in a horse race, right? We all just have blinders and we're just running around this track. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, straight up. You know what I mean? And it, it is, you know, uh, I guess helping some help service comes with a contingency and that contingency is to not brag about it. You know, Absolutely. When you see people filming themselves giving that five dollars to the homeless person again, yeah. like what what is your real purpose in doing that? Yeah, I think yeah. the only people that should be doing that are nonprofits, so people see that their money is going the right places. Again, like why are you doing it? And imagine being that homeless person and having to be forced to take that money. Yeah, because you know, that just you need to live, you need to eat, you need to survive, and somebody got a camera in your face what people use social media for sometimes, you know what I mean? But again, everything can be used for good. Everything can be used for bad. Um, you know, so like, it's just when it comes to helping folks and service and doing, putting things back out to the, uh, you know, especially with us being black, 
You know what I'm saying? Like we need to, mm-hmm. we need to. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to get on no like you know pedestal with that because <laughs> like, I was about to. But Peace, brother, yeah, I just, I just. You know what? All right, I'm gonna just say it. When it comes to helping folks, helping each other, you know what I mean? Helping uh, with black folks, you know how us helping each other. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this Kanye thing for one second. Do you, you know what I mean? I'm going to talk about this Kanye thing for once. And I know this is kind of off topic to you, but just because we're on the topic of helping folks is that like, I keep seeing, you know what I mean? This stuff about, Oh, why haven't these, this company dropped them? And why haven't this company dropped them? And this, that, and the third, and why haven't this, or not, why haven't this company dropped them? But why haven't this company like, you know, spoke out against racism? Why haven't this company does something when someone says something anti-black? My thought process is because they're not black. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, cause I don't even know all the, cause I know what he said was not all the way false. I think it's just the way he said it was a little crazy. You know what I mean? About how like, you know, a certain culture of people that like own and operate everything. Um, but my issue is when I see black people come out and say, Oh, I wish anti-blackness got this much trust. Well, why don't we do nothing when someone says something, you know, that's anti-black? You know what I mean? Why? Because if you say something about the Jewish community, if you say something about the Asian community, it, okay, their communities are going to band together and, and, and bar your ass from whatever it is. We don't do that. You know what I mean? We can't. I just have an issue with certain cultures expecting other cultures to stick up for them when at the end of the day, it's our job to stick up for ourselves. This is dope. Um, you listen to any, you you listen to Malcolm X, like his teachings and, and stuff. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, so there was a, it's a dope, uh, matter of fact, I'm going to put it, I'm going to do something I've never done before. I'm going to put that, I'm going to put that clip in this episode because it's about two minute clip and he and because I'm going to put it in there, I'm not going to go too much into detail about it. But he was basically talking. And this before he went off and joined. I mean, went off and made his own um, his own organization, the Muslim Muslim Mosque Association or organization. Um, this is when he was still with the nation. And he was basically saying that the black man has no quarrel in pointing the finger at the white man on why he can't basically have ownership of businesses and control his dollars when we put 20 and this is back in the 60s dog when 20 billion dollars of our money of black dollars are going into the community he said it's more important for the black man to discover himself i'm gonna put the clip in there i'm gonna put the clip in here and it was Uh, super dope man and he basically just talked about how like it's our job you know what i mean as black folks to um, be the ones to stick up and defend ourselves when it comes to this. I'm going to play that clip right now. If white immigrants can come to this country 50 years ago with nickels and dimes and no education and come here and pool their little nickels and dimes and no education and set up little stores, develop these stores into larger stores, develop this into an industry which creates job opportunities for whites, Since Lincoln was supposed to have freed the black man a hundred years ago, and today the black man, according to the government economists, has spending power of $20 billion per year. We feel that with the black man spending $20 billion a year, not setting up any businesses, 
not creating any industry, not creating any job opportunities for his own kind, he's not in a moral position to point the finger today at the white man and tell the white man that he's discriminating against him for not giving him a job in factories that he, has, he himself set up. If the black man has $20 billion, and these so-called Negro leaders are such geniuses that they can integrate white restaurants and integrate white factories and integrate, force themselves into that which the white man has set up, they should use this same ingenuity to show the black people how to pool our wealth and set up something of our own. And then we won't have to force our way into his anymore. One more thing I would like to point out concerning what he said about 125th Street. We don't waste our time on 125th Street, but you can reach more people in the street who want to change than you can in the bourgeoisie society, the bourgeoisie church, and the bourgeoisie circles. We, our program is directed toward the man in the street. So we spend our time in the street, and what we do with that man, instead of trying to change the white man in your mind and make, uh, make you accept us, we change the mind of the black man and make him accept himself. And as soon as he accepts himself, He'll solve his own problem. He won't be trying to force himself into your factory and into your bedroom and into your kitchen. You know, I would I would definitely like to see more unity amongst our people. And quite frankly, it's a it's a dangerous conversation to have. It right? is. If you don't know what you're um, talking about, it is. yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, but anyway, back to Remy. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we just got to rap him like yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's, that's what it is it. man yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it is that's what it is yeah no nah, man so uh this timeline you was talking about earlier yeah brother you had that timeline screwed up so i yeah, had so to, we're corrected for I, I had to nip that in the bud i'm like no 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 yeah 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 so i was in a six and a half seven year relationship you know, started in 2013. I'm going to keep wow, this seven years. I'm going to keep this uh, real light um, for, <laughs> for a couple of, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I'm sure a lot of your listeners know her personally. Oh, we um, don't name drop on here. We don't. Yeah, name no. Drop. Def- oh, I, uh, hell no. I definitely wasn't going to do that. But yeah. Um, yeah, you know. You talking um, about uh, Shanae, right? It's like, nah. This is like <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> You, it's like, you I, I'm making that up. Know. I don't know no Shanae. I don't know anything. Hey. I'm being stupid. Like, <laughs> you should have <laughs> seen Remy's face. His eyes was like, yo, wait, chill, chill. I'm like, who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, you know, seven-year relationship. Uh, you know, wonderful woman. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, sometimes people, two people don't work out. Um, yeah. But, you know, she's wonderful. Um, I don't have a bad word to say about her. Um, definitely wish her well with everything that she wants to do. Um, but I think the other one you were talking about uh, was someone that was a little older than me. That was yeah. that was 2020. Um, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was like right before COVID lead, happened. Yeah. No, was it? No. I think that was at the end of 2019. You know um, what? It was 2020. It, it was 2020. Because okay. I remember that's when I got out of that relationship. You know. <laughs> and um, yeah, because COVID started doing stuff in like March or whatever. Yeah. Um, in 2020. Um, so yeah, 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 yeah. And you're right. Because when we, I remember 
when we went to the uh, the bar that night, it was freezing cold, so it had to be in like the dead of winter. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, um, so dated a little while, um, you know, a while after that relationship ended. Um, that obviously went nowhere. I don't want to say went nowhere. We because you always try to learn something and take something away. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, so there's always a lesson to be learned um, right. in dating, whether it you know, results or culminates into a relationship or not. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I try not to spend too much time focusing on my past relationships. Um, Granted, I do take the lessons with me because listen, you know, I could have in every relationship I've I've been in, I could have been better. I could have been a a better, a better partner, a better boyfriend. Um, I could have done more. Right. Um, One thing I'm big on and you know, this is accountability, right? I got no problems. Hey, I was wrong. My bad. Apologizing, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, but I've been I've been really fortunate to you know God has has put great women in my life. They just you know it was just a season. Um, but right. you know the lessons that I take away and the wisdom that I gained uh, from those situations are, are invaluable, and they help me um, in my outlook not just with dating but with life in general. Um, I feel like dating is a microcosm of life. You know, the same principles that apply in everyday living um, apply in life. I mean, apply in your relationship, like you said earlier, Um, giving back and charity. Right. Like you have to give back and be charitable in your relationships. Um, So anything, anything that a good person would do generally, you have to kind of double that, I think, when you're when you're seriously involved with someone. Nah, straight up, you know, and uh, it is a culmination of life's principles um me and my lady talk about this all the time how dating is so similar to the job hunt (laughs) Um, it is (laughs) you know but look uh, the more qualified you are the harder it is to find the fit you know (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) a few years uh i don't know about maybe was this about a year ago um brandon and ebony the the couple that i had on a couple weeks ago uh, they had introduced me to somebody at that about a year ago. This is way before I met Morgan. And um, so I'll make sure I'll put that out there. And, <laughs> and so. Yeah, um, oh, so you're going to make sure your your time. <laughs> you're going to make sure I'm good. You're going to screw my timeline all up twice. Not, not once, America, twice. Hey, I might go for a third time. It's like, no, no, please, uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, uh, <laughs> listen, listen. Never say never. Never say never. Hey, by the way, it's like no. Nah. Um, it's like no. Nah. <laughs> um, nah. So I remember they introduced me to this person, and like you know, I was you know just like a just like a job interview. Like you, you meet, and you know y'all start talking on the phone. Y'all get to know each other. Like you're talking to the recruiter, and this, that, and the third, or whatever. Talk to the recruiter, and like so. <laughs> You know, y'all go out like that's the interview. I don't know. I'm being stupid, but like, yeah. So we was rapping for a couple, about a maybe about a couple weeks, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, something just started. Just start. Some some just didn't feel right, you know. Um, I I was interviewing for this huge, huge, huge job earlier this year. Um, okay. same thing. Something just didn't seem right as far as the weeks went as is as, as, as the weeks progressed. I'm like, damn, why are they acting like that? You know. Yeah, <laughs> so with this particular person, I'm like, man, what the what's, what's up? You know? 
And uh, I remember I, I had just got off work at the radio station, right? I, I, I was hosting that Saturday morning. So, you know, I took myself to lunch. You know what I'm saying? I'm chilling by myself. And I remember I get a text message that said, hey, uh, I'm sure you're wondering why I've been distant, yada, yada, yada. Not um, really. I don't think I honestly I was in a for a few days. I was like, damn. But like after the week went by, I'm like, all right, yeah, life didn't go. Life goes on, you know. Absolutely. And I remember at the end of the text message, they said, I wish you the best on your dating endeavors. <laughs> oh, my God. Like you just got cut from a football team. Yeah, exactly. Like I got rejected for a job. You know what I mean? And, you know, so you're right. Like it's 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 life's principles. You know what I mean? And the biggest part about piggybacking off of your point about how that is um, anything in life on a grand scheme of things that I thought I wanted. Sooner or later, God realized God made me realize why it wasn't what I wanted, oh, you yeah. know, oh, um, yeah. a, a job, uh, 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 a car, uh, the opportunity. I'm like, damn, like, you know, what I mean, why this door closed, you know, and you were sitting there because our minds are very small compared to the mind of God. We all know that. Absolutely. And, you know, so we were sitting there trying to figure out, like, why? Why me? Why is this? Why can't it? But some way, somehow everything is revealed that it's like oh so that's why and yeah. i can say that about you know i can say because i remember you know when i was carrying a gun for a living like i think like a few years into it i was like man you know um i want to uh you know i really want to pursue radio again i really want to do this and i'm saying this because you made a good point earlier where you talked about like switching to to the to, to a big boy job corporate world and I remember I was watching or listening to this interview on The Breakfast Club and uh, Cardi B was talking on there. She did like say, I feel like she's a very smart woman. I'm, she's a very smart person. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of the hosts said, yeah, what was harder, being a stripper or being doing what you are now? Most people would think that it's being a stripper because it comes with a lot of BS. It comes with a lot of danger or whatever. That would have been my first guess. And she was like, oh, no, nah, being a stripper was easy. What I'm doing now is tough because now I'm operating in the corporate world. You can't act how you did in this life. I mean, in this job, how you act here. I was working around, you know what, dog? Like, you know what I mean? All day, all night, every night. You know what I mean? I was cursing out my own supervisors and still having a job. Like, that's just kind of the environment it was, right. you know. But moving into where I'm at now, working for an NPR affiliate, like, it's <laughs> it's completely different. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's it's in so many different ways and ways I don't have to explain because I know you know what I mean. Um, I do. You know, so looking back, I'm like, damn, like, I wasn't ready for that. You know what right. I mean? Like, I look at the woman I'm with now. You know, I've always said, you know, um, man, and, the, and being younger, man, I wish I had a woman who was caring and who was this and who was that and who was that and would hold me accountable. I wasn't ready for that when I was wishing for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'd have fucked that up. <laughs> like, yes. You know, yes. I did fuck it up in, in, in the past, I'm sure, you know. So, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, I think, was it? Jay-Z said, I, I'll F up a good thing if you let me. <laughs> I, I know about that, too. <laughs> Believe me, brother. Yeah, because that was uh, Brianna, right? It's like, no, nah, right, that's oh, it. That's, that's, <laughs> hey, 
Hey, <laughs> again, I don't know no Brianna. I don't know this. I just being this, stupid. This man is wild. <laughs> uh, Remy's innocent. I don't know any of this. We these women's or nothing or whatever. You know, neither do I. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, it's late. It's past my bedtime, dog. I start tripping after a certain time. Um, so good. <laughs> But no, no, it is. It it's it's a testament to life because I, you know, we both can look back and be like, man, we thought we wanted that, and like that goes with, like I said, dating too. Like, in a, yeah. dating comes with comes with rejection a lot. You but know, you know what I, I've I've had, I think, what I needed. What you mean? In terms of a relationship, right? Like, I think sometimes. Look, I'm not too proud to admit that I have, I've fumbled <laughs> oh, a, yeah. a relationship or a woman before, right? Like, right. some, some, I sometimes you got to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, you know what, that that was all on me. Mm, um, straight up, you just kind of got to, you got to take it, you got to take it on the chin. And like I said earlier, you know, you just kind of keep that wisdom with you. So you know, if and when you're blessed with something else that kind of meets that mark. You don't mess it up. Right. Right. But you're like, you got to crawl before you can walk, though. You know, like you won't. You're not going to yeah. get it right the first time. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to get it right with the first woman you get. With no. the first. You know, I um, a few years ago, with me, me being 31, like a few years ago, I had a conversation with my father and he kind of just started talking about things he wished he did differently as a father. My father. I don't know what he was talking about because I couldn't have asked for better parents. You know what I mean? But I'm not looking at it from their perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, it's, 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 you're not going to get everything right the first time, the second time, shit, even the right. third time, you know, um, it's like I heard right. a pastor once say that, uh, you know, I can't ask God for a second chance because I didn't use my second chance of a hundred chances ago, you know? So, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It's, 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 you're not going to get every, you like got to fumble. Yeah. You got to fumble. You got to mess oh, up. Yeah. You, gotta up, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, we ain't going to go uh, too deep into the timeline, but, uh, you know. Um, yeah, brother. Cause we got to get, we got to get your order right before we can dive in. You about to, <laughs> as a disclaimer, you whatever time. Look, you about to have me looking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing about Remy's timeline. I don't know Nathan, but that was in the past. Uh, how's the present looking, man? You know what I mean? With the romance and everything, you know, I mean, you ain't got to put too much out oh, there. Man. <laughs> oh man. It's, you know, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, the fact that I'm stuttering when I got to talk about it, kind of <laughs> with it, right? Like, <laughs> it's, it's nowhere right now. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, super duper single for sure. Um, but you know, my job, I travel a lot, right? Like, I, I fly quite a bit for work, so uh, uh-huh. that kind of makes it tougher. The fact that, um, Still acclimating. I've been I've been in Pacific Northwest for a year now, right? But I'm still acclimating, so this is still a very much a new area for me. I know my way around a little bit better now, of course, right? But you know, new area. You know, because when I moved here, I didn't know anybody. 
not one family member, you know, not one friend, not even like uh, a family friend where it's like, oh, I got a friend from high school out there. She, you know, not even that. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, so coming into a place where you're just really starting fresh, you right. know, so that's that definitely put a hamper on things. But, um, you know, if I'm not uh, I, I don't block my blessings. Right. So if something comes along and. And God taps me on the shoulder and says, "Hey, you know, you you might wanna, might wanna, you know, take care of this, yeah. you know." And I'm open to it, but you know, until then, you know, I guess you know, just going going with the flow, so to speak. I hate that quote so much, but uh, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, yeah. And you know, yeah. I'm open to whatever whatever good God has for me in that regard. Um, definitely, you know, looking at the at the clock a little bit, you're like, okay. Um, you know, you, you think about the family thing and, and, and all yeah. of that, but yeah. at the same time, I'm in no rush, brother. But at the, with that being said, I've also, you can't pin your happiness to something that's not here yet. Yeah. Because what if it doesn't come for you, you know? Right. It's, right. You have to find a way to be happy in your situation now and find the good and the blessings in your situation that you're in now. Yeah. And yeah. besides that, you want to be your best self before that even comes, um, comes your way. Right. So I've, let's say I've, I would say I've been in love twice, maybe two and a half. Um, I think I was falling once. <laughs> what you got back I was, up though? I was, I was falling, but you know, I caught myself. You know, so. <laughs> I never heard someone say they've been in love half a time. That's why. <laughs> Yeah, because it was on the way, but it's not a full point, right? So, <laughs> you know, it's like the dunk contest, right? Sometimes you got a 4.8, so it's about halfway. <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. both of those times, I wasn't looking for a relationship. You know, I wasn't avoiding one, but I kind of liken it to losing your keys, right? Like, you tear your house up, you you, you look through, you know, your, your bed, you, you look through your, your couch, open up all the drawers, you're looking for your keys, and you settle down and you stay still and you realize your keys were on the table the whole time. I kind of liken that to looking for love. Mm, mm, that's, a, that's a very good way of putting it. It's a very good good way of putting it. Um, you know, I typically don't like the whole go the flow thing either. Um, yeah. But I do feel like the, the saying in itself does have some relevance to it for sure um you know again we can we can we can apply that to life you know um not forcing anything that's not you know putting putting a a, a circle peg in a square hole i guess if you want to say it you know no, yeah like, for sure um so like yeah going with the flow i think some people use that in a sense where like you know biblically you know, it says, uh, pray about everything, worry about nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and also biblically, uh, God tells us to, uh, don't worry about tomorrow, worry about not even worry, but don't worry about, don't think about tomorrow. Think about today, you know, but that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily doesn't mean like, all right, I know I got a bill coming up tomorrow. I can't pay. I ain't going to pay that. Shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, no, it's, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it it has you know you just have to be very um what's the word sagacious and with that yeah. whole uh 
you know, go with the flow thing. And I definitely think like in a romantic sure. sense, men say that to women and women say that to men oh, yeah. because they don't. That's one thing. That's one yeah. thing. Because <laughs> they don't, I don't know if they don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or, or, or whatever, but yeah, no, no, the whole go with the flow thing. Like I definitely understand why you say, you know, you don't, uh, it's not really, you know, your favorite thing, but you know, because people uh, say that and they don't want to go nowhere, you know, anywhere. It, it, right. Right. You know, right. It's like, I'm just going with the flow. So you don't want to go yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Just say, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. say that instead. <laughs> yeah. Know? Right. Right. Or define flow, <laughs> like, you know, yeah, uh, exactly. Now, when Morgan and I met, um, you know, it was like going with the flow, but intentional because like I was always intentional. You know what I'm saying? Um, with with I mean, that's just who I am. I'm intentional with everything in life. But, you know, but at the same time, like I wasn't like, oh, OK, uh, on July 8th, we're going to do this. And on August 19th, <laughs> right, right, right. we're going to do that. Like, you know what I mean? So right. like, I was always intentional with the with 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 the romance and the relationship. But we were still kind of just going with the. The flow, I knew we were going to be, you know, unified but it, it should be organic and free-flowing like that that's how you know exactly, you're with somebody exactly exactly that's how you know you're with somebody who you need to be with right exactly exactly because i feel like a lot of people these days um you know when they date and get you know stuff to get to know each other they want to know what's gonna happen on every single day i'm like dog like you know you, you can't really do that you know um but no nah, man you let me ask you something huh sure no, go ahead. Uh, yeah, let me let me ask you something. You uh, before we get up out of here, because it's almost nine thirty, and I'm usually in bed at like seven. Okay, but um, you know, I know we three hours apart right now. Oh so man, <laughs> I'm making a sacrifice. For sure, I was about to say it's it's not even seven here yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I be I be in bed over there too. Shit. Um, <laughs> nah, you said something about self inflicted earlier. Um, if you don't mind me asking about that, like, um, for what sure. Yeah, I was, that? I was, you know, referencing, I guess, one of two uh, professional struggles that I had. Um, okay. So I, I may or may not have said this earlier, but it took me two years from graduation until uh, I started my first job in my field like and, mm-hmm. and doing what I wanted to do. Um, so in that time, obviously, I need money. <laughs> right. So um, I was offered a job before I graduated, took the job. The job was definitely not what I thought it to be or not what I expected. Um, and that's when I broke the rule number one of working. You want to know what that rule was? What is it? Don't quit a job without another <laughs> job lined up <laughs> or without some kind of source of income or some kind of revenue coming yeah, in. But don't yeah. quit a job with absolutely nothing. But at the time I was 22, I didn't know Well, I don't want to say I, I didn't know any better because I was advised not to do it, <laughs> but I, I did it anyway because that's how miserable I was. And I ended up quitting that job on my birthday, my, my yeah. 23rd birthday. Um, mm. I should not have done that, right? I mean, grant, granted, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, um, but I should not have done that. So, from that point on, um, I I lost my apartment. Mm-hmm. I had to 
moved back in with my folks. Yeah. So that was self-inflicted. So um, then I worked uh, for an insurance company as a, as a claims adjuster, uh, claims adjuster. Um, and that was just another job where, where it was, hey, I need to pay the bills. I need, I need some money. Um, but then, you know, 2016, things changed. I, somebody took a chance on me and I started working for the government um, as a media producer. Um, the second uh, professional, I guess, uh, downfall was not self-inflicted. Um, 85% of the company was laid off. And this was right before the pandemic. Um, so it was, I want to say this happened in February. And so, so it was before the shutdown and everything, before people knew how bad it really was. Um, and from that point, I, fortunately, the span wasn't that long. I want to say it was nine months or so before I found something else. Um, but, you know, I mean, that goes to show you, right? Like sometimes things aren't going to go your way and it might be your fault. If it's your fault, you got to do what you got to do until you can do what you want to do. Right. So me taking right. those jobs that I didn't really love or, or like sometimes to get by was me doing what I had to do. Right. Um, and, you know, fortunately, you know, during the pandemic, you know, I had, had a little bit saved up, you know, and had had a little help, had a little assistance. Um, blessed for that. Um, mm. But. When I when I bounced back, you know, like I said at the beginning, you know, it was a trampoline. You know, I bounced up to a position higher than it was when I started, you know, and that's kind yeah. of how it goes. Yeah, no, nah, definitely self-inflicted versus, you know, life just happens. I mean, I know, you know, you're in tech, so I know you heard about all those layoffs that Meta did yesterday. Um, I absolutely did. Yeah, 11,000 people Facebook laid off. Um, hopefully, hopefully those 11,000 can find something fairly soon. Hopefully, you know, they're and hopefully the people who are already unemployed before them can find something to like, you absolutely. know, they, absolutely. They I mean, the economy is in an interesting point right now, you know, it's at a right, very pivotal right. point, especially when COVID happened, man. Like, you know what I mean? It's, um, I, nobody saw that coming. I mean, we were overdue Nothing. for one. You know, because yeah. I mean, the last one was literally a hundred years ago. But yep. uh, you know, nobody nobody saw that coming in every way, shape, or form. Someone got you know um, impacted, and oh, yeah. uh, with me, with me, it wasn't work. It wasn't my job. It was my health. You know, mm. and like I'm at home every day. Like I'm eating <laughs> bullshit every day. You yeah. know, and but that led me to my you know starting my workout journey, which I just reached two years in what two three weeks ago or something like that yeah you look um, good playing appreciate that man yeah it's, good, uh, man. it's definitely work <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 health is wealth yeah it's definitely work you know what i mean but you know like you um that was self-inflicted you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it's just like nobody was forcing me to eat the stuff that i was eating nobody was keeping me from working out that was that was all me don't get me wrong i was making excuses oh well you know i I, get sure when the the doctor tell you hey i don't know who you've been talking to you know (laughs) but you need to do something like now you know right so yeah man like you know i mean life happens you know i mean life goes upside your head and you know what i mean um i was just uh uh, reading this post on LinkedIn the other day about, you know, recruiters asking people their employment gaps or whatever. And like during a pandemic, like you serious? 
Like, yeah, it's exactly. Like, oh, like the whole world lost their jobs. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So between like 2020 and now, if you see any gaps, bro, like it, that you shouldn't even yeah. be, you know. It's so, one thing to attribute it to. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But nah, man, I'm glad to see, uh, you know, you're up to doing bigger and better things, man. Um, as always, I'm always uh, reminded and sometimes for the first time inspired about people's stories. But this time I'm kind of both because I learned some stuff I didn't know about you and some other stuff that I did. Um, mm-hmm. like Kiana, it's like, no, nah, I'm joking. <laughs> hey, yo, <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't wait to see what you titled this episode. Uh, 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 girls, girls, yeah, girls, say, girls, uh, yeah. girls I crazy out here. <laughs> man, I don't even know. I don't even be coming up with a title until I post it on my, uh, on the, on the podcast joint. Like okay. if you know, you post the episode, it'd be like, all right, description. I'd be like, Hmm. So, yeah. uh, this one I'm gonna go. I'm gonna call hoes. It's like no. Nah, oh, uh, you wow. <laughs> <laughs> you wow. Like, I can't do that. I can't do that. Uh, I'll tell you what. If, uh, if ain't nobody ever tell you. Oh man. Uh, what you saying? What was it saying? <laughs> you, you taking it back with that? I am. Brother. I am. If nobody told you that they loved you, Remy loves you. Remy loves you. So if you nobody know. told you, dot dot dot. That's what I'm gonna name this. Uh, I like that. I like yeah. that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but nah, man, I definitely um appreciate you coming on, dog, and you know, sitting down and sparing an hour with me to kind of just rap, catch up, because that's really what this is, you know what I mean? Catching up and why other people get to kind of hear, you know what I mean? Like, oh wow, okay, I already know they've been through that or whatever. So um, you know, I definitely appreciate you coming on, you know, from a uh, black man to black man. Absolutely. Um, Anytime, brother. Anytime. Yeah, man. Um, kind of sucks. You're like 3000 miles away. But, you know, whenever I'm out, if I'm out there, if you out here, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next time I'm in uh, town, I'll hit you up, brother. Yeah, yeah. We can probably sure. uh, do a double date. Me, Morgan, you, and Ashley. All right, that's oh, the, that's. I, I promise you, that's the last. <laughs> Lord, what's that DMX song? Brenda, uh, Leticia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the um, Ashley, something, <laughs> yeah. something, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I don't know, not man, none of these motherfuckers. <laughs> no. Um, but no, nah, in all seriousness, man, I'm, I'm really glad you came on, dog. Can't wait to uh, for people to hear this and uh, some nostalgia, dog. And I'm gonna live it up for. Uh, homecoming for the both of us and what i mean by live it up i mean leaving by five o'clock in the afternoon oh man that's too early you gotta hit the sweets uh this is 10 years later dog like yeah. i'm i'm, I I'm know. tired you gotta, be out, <laughs> you gotta be tired outside brother uh, yeah 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 um okay six o'clock there you go get, go ahead, get, get, get you a room on the eastern shore <laughs> night out there See if you can stay in Court Plaza or something. Oh God, no, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> my uh, my late my lady's gonna be with me, so uh, okay, yeah, yeah, Noah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is co-ed, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's a hotel, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Shit, damn. Uh, all right, yeah, no. All right, y'all. Thank y'all once again for tuning in on another episode of the Morally and Intellectually Ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous podcast where. We talk about morally and intellectually ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous things. I promise you all the women I mentioned on the episode today are not real. That's a disclaimer. Thank you. <laughs> For-
for Remy and myself. Uh, yeah, don't, don't get yourself in the doghouse trying. Yeah, to exactly. Fun. Right. <laughs> exactly. I know none of these niggas. None of these mobs. I know none of them. <laughs> I know oh, Morgan man. and uh, yeah. We gonna we gonna cut the episode off Dude, right there. There you go. Leave it there. <laughs> <laughs>